Keep the change, you filthy animal. Where is the beef? Hey, how you doing? Hold on to your butt. Feels like an Arby's snack. Mine. Son of a... That's gonna leave a mark. Chili, baby, back with Well, what if there is no tomorrow? There wasn't one today. This is Tom and Jim's Top 5. Naming their top five lists on everything pop culture. Celebrating the 90s, sports, movies, music, and more. They're not authorities, just grown children. Here's your hosts, Tom Skull and Jim Doubt. The Eagles games on Fox? Yeah. Yeah, the yeah NF- that's, that's yeah. going to be a problem. Yeah, because yeah, the NFC be Championship's on Fox, and then the AFC one's on CBS. Of course it is. Why not? And I don't even know what channel, this, what the Super Bowl is this year. NBC. Well, there you go. At least you can watch yeah, that. Because NBC has the Olympics and the Super Bowl. WNBC. Remember that from Howard Stern's Private Parts? Yes, actually, I do. I do. You know what? I've... Uh... We we bought a car in October and we got three months free of Sirius Radio. Yeah, and I've been addicted to Howard Stern. I've you know that's I um one we don't have Sirius Radio and two when before Sirius Radio I was the only thing I knew of Howard Stern was his E show show on E which yeah. was basically yeah. his radio show but so I never really that was like twenty years ago when I watched that so I was like I don't really know anything past that of Howard Stern. Yeah, I mean his show. He still has like ridiculous stunts and stupid people on it and stuff, but clo- between like Christmas and New Year's, they were playing the best of like a year recap. Nice. And uh, he had a lot of great, great interviews on. And he, like, I don't love like a lot of the stunts he does, and I think a lot of what he does is overboard. But his interview style is it's, phenomenal. I, that's the one thing I've always liked about him is the way he interviews people. He is so fantastic. I, I listened. I would be. I'd have it on in my car when I'm like running errands and I would just sit into a parking lot and listen <laughs> the interview for like 10, another 10 or 15 minutes. He did one with Seth Rogen. That was great. He did one with Billy Corgan. I listened to one with Dennis Leary. Do they were th- just, they're fantastic. Do you think people do that with our, with our um, show? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> do you think they like, no. do you, or do you think they're like, yeah, I can listen to these guys anytime. <laughs> just shut it's, it off. It's, <laughs> It's just, yeah, basically. That's exactly what they do. Mm-hmm. Oh my mm-hmm. god! So you're saying you didn't just see the football game that just happened, Jim? 
No, I totally missed it because I can't. I can't watch it. Did, I mean, yeah. are you aware of what happened? I'm aware that there was an American football game on. <laughs> do, you, uh, do you know what happened at the end? No, I have no idea. Oh my god, it was insane, Jim. It was insane. Do you want to give me a play-by-play there, Mister Costas? Uh, no. Well, one Joe Buck sucks. That's, well, so yeah, you're I mean, lucky you don't have to watch him on Fox because you don't have Fox. But uh, the Vikings were up 17 nothing, dude. 17 nothing into the half. And then the Saints started coming back and coming back and coming back and got to 17 14. And then the Vikings went up 20 to uh, 14. And then the Saints get a late touchdown and it's 21 20, I think. Yeah, 21 20. And I'm like, oh, God, here it goes. There was only, it was only like three minutes left. And I got flashbacks of 20 years ago when, you know, the Vikings missed that little easy field goal to go to the Super Bowl. I'm like, here we go, 20 years later, here we go. And, of course, I'm doing the classic Homer, you know, pissed off about your home team stuff, walking around the house, you know. Then Vikings get a field goal up 23-21. But there's a minute 29 left, dude. A minute plenty of time. 29. No, it wasn't. And... <laughs> Of course, good old Drew Brees for the Saints drives them down, drives them down. They kick a field goal. Saints drop 24-23. Ooh. 49 seconds left. Okay. So the Vikings, you know, they kick off for the Vikings. Vikings get the ball. A couple incomplete passes. couple completions. Nowhere near field goal range. 10 seconds left. Third and 10. Or maybe it was even fourth and 10. I don't even know. Case Keenum drops back to the Vikings, throws a pass to digs on the sideline to Stefan digs on the side he catches it the Saints guy completely misses him digs goes 61 yards for the touchdown Vikings win 29-24 end of game <sighs> I can't handle it I can't handle this Jim my heart is palpitating how heavy were your pants they are still heavy and well one that's a normal occurrence two extra today very <laughs> lots lots of extra in there today <laughs> Keenum's going to try to work the ball on the boundary. Keenum steps into it. Pass is caught. Diggs! Sideline! Touchdown! Unbelievable! Vikings win it! Well, it's going to be a heck of a game. Show, huh? I, I, I'm kind of recording. Well, I'm going to figure out a way to watch it. I'm not going to break it to my wife that she can't watch it yet. Oh, she doesn't even know? No, stop. She can hear you. Shh. I gotta find out a way for her to watch this. You, well, if you're a real, truly great husband, which you're not, because none of us are, um, you would take the baby that day and let her go out to the bar and watch it, or go to somewhere's someone's house who has Fox and watch it. Yeah, I don't know anyone in Cleveland, so I'm not saying you need to know someone. She needs to know someone. We don't know anyone. I Can know. we do the show? Yeah, let's do the show. Are you ready? No, I'm really not. But let's go ahead and do this. Did you watch any of these things today? I tried. I tried. I have this baby, though. I know. I know. I was watching a couple really on... <laughs> having a five-year-old is not any easier when there's F and this and F this on the <laughs> on the stand-up specials. I'm like, ah, he can't hear this stuff. So, but anyway. All right, you ready? I would say that I guarantee you having a five-year-old is easier. No, I'm, not, I'm saying it's easier. I'm saying it's not any easier to watch a stand-up special when you don't want your son who repeats everything at five years old to say, F this, F that. Ooh. That's what I'm sure. saying. I don't sure. want another baby. 
Let's be clear. No. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody should have. I told you, Jim, baby should just come out as one years old already. And that it'd be, life would be so much easier. I just wanted him to go to college. Is that well? Is that too far down the road? It's in the Can genes, we just go Jim. I mean, it, I mean, you went to college. So, your mom went to college. <laughs> your mom was a goalie. All right, let's get the show started. <laughs> let's do this. Hello, everybody. This is uh, Tom and Jim's top five. I am Tom. Uh, Tom Skull. That's me. And on the other line there, that is Jim. Uh, Gorgonzola, doubt. <laughs> Did I nail it mm-hmm. this week? Did I get it? Nailed it. Nice. Nailed it. I, in fact, uh, it's the only cheese I'll put on my sandwich just out of tribute to my heritage. Oh, it's a good cheese. Um, it can go bad real quick though. But we're not talking about cheeses, Jim. We should do a top five cheese. That'd be that's what we do on our very last episode we ever do is our top five cheeses. I do love cheese. I love I cheese. Do. We could do a we could do a cheese show. My wife thinks I eat too much cheese. Impossible. Yeah, I told her to stop yelling at me. Doesn't work. Yeah, yeah. How you doing, buddy? I am. Uh, I, I before I, I let you answer, I'm going to answer myself. I am a little little on edge right now. Just so you know. Okay. Just coming off that Vikings game, I'm 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 I don't know. I went through so many emotions in like 32 seconds. Um, and I'm, I, I don't know what to say. How, I'm, I'm surprised how... you, if they would have lost, I would have thought that you would have texted me and said you weren't going to do the show. No. I was in, pretty positive. In fact, if they would have lost, I, I, I wanted to do it even more because I would have been so goddamn salty on the show <laughs> that, oh boy, but not to you. I would, you know, it probably would have been a good show. No, no it's not going to be a good show it at all. Might've, it might've been. <laughs> so it's not going to be good at all. Ugh. Anyway, anyway, we, uh, how are you? Okay, well, you didn't get to see the game. We already talked about this. You don't have the Fox channel on, on your TV. No, because I, I use PlayStation View, and our local Fox channel is going through a sale right now, and they're going to be bought out by uh, the wonderful Sinclair Broadcasting. Oh, they're good and, people over there. Yeah, they're fantastic. Mm-hmm, yeah. So because, of, uh, because they're going through a sale, they dropped out of the PlayStation View agreement, so I don't get our local Fox channel. We get it on demand, but that doesn't help when it comes to football. So, right. yeah, I, any any NFL games on football I can't get because I can't pick it up on my antenna either. Oh, see, that sucks. See, we have trouble picking up the, the ABC on our our digital antenna. But all the other channels come in crystal clear. Crystal clear. I might be spending the week um, trying to find a high-powered digital antenna that will pick up Fox so that my wife won't kill me next Sunday. Yeah, because, of course, we're talking about the NFL football. My team that I love, Minnesota Vikings, just won, and they're going to the NFC Championship, and they're going to be playing your wife's favorite team, the Philadelphia Eagles, Jim. Yes. And this is exciting. I mean, if if your wife needed any more reason to hate me, it would be for the Vikings to win next week. I mean, I think she's steeped in hate at this point, but, yeah, I mean – yeah, it, you know, it would almost if the Vikings. Well, it, I think my only bet for your wife to like me a little bit more than she does would be if the Eagles won, then she'd feel bad for me, maybe. Which would that? No, no she's still gonna no, hate. Dude. Well, in no. that case, go Vikings. You know. <laughs> so, oh my goodness! Well, that's our sports talk for the for the for the week. Uh, let's get into our 
Let's get it to our show. Did, well, before that, did you, you don't get to watch. Did you watch the other football games this weekend? Yeah, I watched everything except that one because that was the only one on Fox all weekend long. Yeah, yeah. See, I thought because I didn't get to see much of the Eagles game, and I thought, oh, that one's got to be on Fox also because it's the NFC. But apparently, you told me it was on uh, NBC. So there you go. You got to see it. Yes. And they yes, and that sir. was a that was a nail biter a little bit, wasn't it? Yeah, there. I mean, there were great games all weekend long. Yeah, except for the Patriots game, but Jesus, Patriots. Screw, oh, well, screw them. Patriots. Screw them. All right, well, let's get into our show. We are going to do a show this week. We are doing our top five stand-up comedy specials. Not albums, but ones that we you saw, like a, on Netflix and stuff like that, right? Uh, or did yeah. you throw albums in there, too? Well, I have, I mean, one of them's an album but it has a video portion okay. to it, it, it i can, believe then that's fine and that's fine I mean, it just stand up specials uh album or video you know but uh i i was excited about this jim this was your idea um it was and i was like i like that idea and i thought oh okay i got them i got them and I, one two three four nailed them i got my fifth one i'm like oh no and i kept <laughs> i have a list that's like 30 long and i'm like my god i watch too much television <laughs> and uh but i'm excited to get into that but before we do jim let's get into uh a little uh we had a little a little couple other things to talk about okay. um a couple comments uh from last week kevin uh, wrote in and said i enjoyed the top movie show i discovered that i'm way behind in the movie viewing i haven't seen any on jim's list well, that's the, wow. Uh, even I've seen the ones on Jim's list, um, but he says he plans to change that. Well, Kevin, we hope you do because Jim named some awesome movies, I, and I, I'm going to say I did too. We, I, there's our favorites for a reason. They're great movies. Uh, so thank you for writing, in, Kevin. Uh, Chad said uh, he wrote it on Twitter. He said, "Hey, at Tom and Jim's top five good picks on top five films." Though I'm assuming you haven't seen The Apple since it was on, uh, since it wasn't on the list. It will change your life. I have no idea what he's talking about. The Apple? No, I don't either. No, and he, I, I conversed with him a little bit <laughs> on Twitter because I said, I'm like, I'm assuming you don't mean Fiona Apple or Gwyneth Paltrow's daughter Apple. Uh, <laughs> and he said no. <laughs> and he said it was a movie, it was like in the 83 or early 80s, and it was about the futuristic 1994. <laughs> and he sent one picture, and um, I got to tell you, Chad, I don't think I'm going to see this movie. <laughs> it doesn't look great. <laughs> But I like, I, you know what, I, I, I follow Chad on some of this stuff. He seems like he knows what he's talking about. At least I, it's probably out there for a good laugh. So I should we should check it out, Jim. We'll check out the Apple. I will. I'm going to see if it's on Amazon, if I can jump on and see that. I, I pulled it up on IMDb right now. All right. It looks it looks wonder, wonderful, doesn't it? It looks very 80s, but very uh, 80s. <laughs> I want to see if I can find this. All right. Well, well, while you're looking at see if you could find it, we also had another, uh, we had a couple people write in, Jim, uh, our friend Zach and a couple other people. Uh, defending you, not defending you, but just with you on this gleaming the clue, the cube movie. People yeah. love this movie. I st- and I, yeah, that movie's awesome. I gotta watch. It. I put it on my watch list on Amazon. Cause it's on there now, like you said. And um, I'm ready to watch. It. I'm off tomorrow, uh, so I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna um, uh, f- I'm I'm home with my son. He's off school tomorrow too. So we'll watch it together. Be a father and son moment. Watch. You definitely can have let him watch that movie. Yeah. Absolutely, he can watch that movie. It's awesome. Good. He'll want to be a skateboarder. After watching that movie, that's it's fine. Incredible. Those kids seem to have goals. Yeah, X Games. Yeah, right. Um, and another comment from our buddy Josh from Texas. He sent a shirt, and I, 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 uh, I made sure you saw this. Um, he sent it on Facebook to our our page, and he sent a shirt, picture of a shirt that was just the Tangiers. 
and it's because awesome. of your love for casino and he said suggested awesome. you need that shirt and i i i agree you need that shirt so uh good stuff good stuff um that's the type of shirt that if you wear in public and somebody gets it you're immediately best friends with them yeah yeah i well there you go oh god i wish i had a best friend yeah totally yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway jim this is exciting this week because we sir have a sponsor jim we are sponsored yes. now we yeah believe it can you believe it it's pretty awesome yeah well our sponsor uh is candy auto out of uh they're out of Hermantown, Minnesota, and they have some awesome cars up there. And uh, so anyone in the Minnesota area, or it doesn't, you don't have to be from there because they're all over Facebook. You just contact them. They'll, they'll find a way to get you the car. You could be in Alaska. They'll get you the car. You know what I mean? And it's awesome. And uh, you got to check them out. A little couple things about them. Follow them on Facebook, K&E Auto. Um, and they uh, just check them out. They'd set, go up there and send them, tell them Tom and Jim sent you. They'll give you a cookie or something. They might give you a cookie if we sent them up there, don't you think? If they have cookies, yeah, let oh. them let them know that uh, they're they're number one on our list. And they should be number one on your there list. There you go. All right. Well, contact Mike out there. Uh, up there is numbers two one eight three nine zero eight two three four. Uh, or you can go up and see him if you're in the Hermantown, Minnesota area, fifty two forty nine Miller Trunk Highway, and uh, they they have new car, new cars, used cars. Um, they take trade-ins. They offer financing. They get cars from all over the place. Um, Jim, being you being in Cleveland, me being in Minnesota, we're used to seeing some cars with rust on them, you know? Quite a bit. Dealing yes. with the hard winters we deal with. They get cars that have never seen rust. These are immaculate, beautiful cars. Um, and they, they get them from, like, Florida or other places that don't have all this rust. And then uh, so you can be, the you know, the cock of the walk around town with this brand-new car. <laughs> you know, you don't have a stupid rust spot all over it like we get up here. And so check them out again. Call call Mike out there, 218-390-8234, uh, or stop in and see him. Follow him on Facebook. They post new cars all the time. And I got to tell you, dude, the cars they post, and I'm like, oh. I show my wife, I'm like, I think it's time. I think it's time we get rid of the, my car and go with this because they, they're smart. It's wintertime, obviously, here. They've been posting these nice four-wheel drive trucks, and I have this stupid That's little smart. Nissan Altima, which is great in the summer, not so great in the winter. <laughs> and uh, I really want a truck. And I'm like, oh, they just posted it. Uh, it. It was a 2004 Chevy Silverado that they just posted. It's 2004. It's old. It, the thing was spotless. It was absolutely <laughs> spotless, under $10,000. I was like, I, I got to get it. I, so next car, I'm getting get them from them, and I suggest everyone else do the same. And, Jim, you do the same, too. I will. All right. I all will right. drive up there and get one. All right. Well, thank you, K&E Auto. We are so happy you're a sponsor of our show. Um, we can't believe that anyone wants to sponsor it, but we we appreciate it. We do. We do. So, all right, Jim. Jim, should we get into our topic? Yes. All right. I'm on a lot of Mountain Dew, and I've had a few beers, so I'm a little crazy right now. <laughs> all right. All, all right. right. All right. Top five comedy specials, stand-up comedy specials. Uh, should I start? You started last week. Should I start? Yeah, go for it. All right. I am starting with um, an oldie. An oldie but a goodie, Jim. And okay. I am going with, it came out in 1983, and it's from, uh, I think everyone knows this person. He's SNL fame, bunch of movies, and it's Eddie Murphy in his stand-up special, Delirious. That's a gr- that's a good pick, Eddie Murphy. Oh, nice job. I love it. He had another one too, like four or five years later, called Raw, which was great as well. 
But Delirious was amazing. And, of course, it came out in 83. That was, I was one years old. I saw this many years later. But I was still way too young to see this movie, to see the stand-up special. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I think I'm still too young to see it. I think most people are. Yeah, my brothers let me watch it without my parents knowing. Um, I don't know if they, my parents ever found it. I did see it when I was that kid, but I'm sure if they did, my brothers were in trouble. And uh, but it was awesome. Um, it's a direct. It was a. It's a comedy TV special on HBO. Came out August thirtieth, nineteen eighty three. Of course, written by Eddie Murphy, starring Eddie Murphy, um, and uh, he. It actually was released in theaters as a film as well, so you can go see it that way if you didn't have HBO. And uh, it was. It was insane. It was absolutely insane. It's so funny. Um, it actually won him a Grammy for best comedy album in, at the nineteen eighty four Grammy Awards, and. Um, Unlike his acts on Saturday Night Live, because he was on SNL at the time, this performance was very profane, <laughs> to say the <laughs> least, with Murphy saying the word, uh, can I say the F word? Which, what, we got a sponsor now, maybe I shouldn't say it. Uh, we, the F word, a total of 230 times, and the word shit, 171 times, <laughs> in a 70-minute special. Um, well, you just talked about Casino last week. Um, mm-hmm. I guess... This could rival because Casino is a longer movie. That's a that we can we should do the math on that. See how many times who said it more in the amount of time they're given. That's interesting. Um, anyway, this, it starts off. It's really cool. Uh, the Bus Boys perform. The Boys are back in town in the opening montage. It just shows Eddie Murphy traveling around with his road crew, and then uh, he gets introduced on onto stage. So it's like it's him going to the show, and then of course he's on stage and it opens up that way and. It's awesome. I mean, he has the funniest topics. One of his topics that doesn't really fly today, and he actually took some flack for it back in the day, he has a whole bit on Mr. T being gay, which it's really funny. <laughs> it's really funny in how that uh, how he talks about it. He also has a bunch of bits on when you're a little kid and you're just um, the lure of the ice cream truck and how you're a little <laughs> kid and you will... <laughs> You will run, you will like go run blocks away from from your house to see the ice cream truck. Then run all the way home to get money, and then run all the way back when that ice cream truck would come around to your house anyway. You know, it's just it's so funny. And then you would mock the other kids like, "I got some ice cream, and you don't." Uh, love it. Um, he also talked a lot about Michael Jackson, which he is dressed just like Michael Jackson. He has this all leather, weird like thriller outfit on <laughs> during this thing but he talks about uh, uh james brown stevie wonder uh he has uh talks about racism and reaganomics because we, we were right in the thick of the 80s and all that stuff and um it's funny even though a lot of this stuff is not doesn't hold up today it's so funny so go check it out i'm not you find it probably you pay for it on amazon but you can find it you, you can find it on youtube and stuff like that too but don't don't uh don't tell them you found it because then they'll take it down but uh yeah, it's it's awesome. I absolutely love it. Again, I was way too young to see this. Way too young. But uh man, I'm glad I did. And oh, man, it's so great. Um it was filmed in Washington DC at uh, DAR Constitution Hall, um which is pretty cool and um it received most pos- mostly positive re- reviews. It has an 80% approval rating on Rotten Tomatoes. If you care about Rotten Tomatoes or not, I'm 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 with them usually. They seem to be Right. He did say when he did, he quote, this is his quote. He says, when I did uh, Delirious, I got all this flack for my, ter- my material being so filthy. The truth is, it's nowhere near as filthy as some of the stuff they're doing now. <laughs> so he says, I'm like, I'm like the old guy. He's like, now I'm feeling like an old guy watching all these new guys who are filthier than me. So he's got a good point. There's some people out there that are pretty filthy that came after him, but um, 
Man, you got to see this. And I recommend watching Raw also, um, which came out in 1987. But holy crap. It's Eddie Murphy stand-up is funnier than anything he's ever done on SNL or any of his movies. I'd, I'd argue that. So, <sighs> Do you see this one, Jim? No, I have not oh seen that. Oh my gosh, one. you got to see it. You got to see it. I'm going to play I'm going to play a little little clip from it right here. Hold on. It's going to be very hard to find a clip you can play, but yeah. Well, it's uh, I might have to use the beeping. I'll have to use the beeping. If you're here ice cream truck, do they have the ice cream man around here? They have Mr. Softy ice cream? Remember when the ice cream man used to come to town when you was little and no matter what you was doing, you would stop and lose your fucking mind? There's <laughs> something about the ice cream truck that make kids lose it. And they can hear that shit from 10 blocks away. They don't hear their mother calling them, but they hear that motherfucking ice cream truck. And no matter what was going on, the ice cream man came to stop. You be getting some marbles and shit, and you hear... Ice cream! Ice cream! The ice cream man is coming! The ice cream man is coming! All right, Jim, what is your number five? For my number five, I went with a, a comedian by the name of Jim Jeffries. Jim Jeffries. I like the name. You know Jim Jeffries. I've heard the name Jim Jeffries. I've seen a few things on him, but I've never seen his special. Okay. Um, Jim Jeffries has a few comedy specials. The one I went with was uh, a Netflix special in 2014 called Bear. Okay. Uh, the first one that I saw was an HBO special called I Swear to God, mm-hmm. and that was um, that was a 2009 special. That was the first one I ever saw of him. Uh, Jim Jeffries is Australian. He was born in Sydney, and uh, it's not his real name. He took his stage name. Uh, Jim Jeffries is his real name, but he became um, he got notoriety here in the states in 2007 because he was attacked on stage while performing. Uh, at a Manchester comedy club. His act is very abrasive. It's, he's, he, uh, I feel like it's going to be a theme with us. <laughs> yeah, he, he says a lot of very opinionated things, uh-huh. very loudly, varying, using very colorful language. Um, I think he's hilarious. I don't agree with everything that he says, but I think it's very funny how he says it, which mm-hmm. is the point of being a stand-up comic. But the reason I went with Bear, which is on Netflix, and he has another one on Netflix um, called Freedom, spelled D-U-M-B, which is uh, a lot about a lot about America. Uh, but really? on, on Bear, the reason I went with that one is that he's got a bit that goes on for about 16 minutes on gun control in oh, the U.S. Boy. Oh boy! That I think is is spot on and priceless. And he compares gun control in the U.S. to gun control in Australia which they're a lot more strict. I guess they had uh, the largest uh, um, uh, shooting, the largest massacre in yeah. Australia. And after that, they put a huge restriction on guns, and we don't. And uh, he's just kind of comparing it and um, pointing out how flawed we might happen to be, if that is your opinion. Uh, it's funny. They, it's, on, it's on YouTube. It's broken up into two different... Um, seven minute clips or seven and a half minute clips. It's very good. It's very funny. It's not the entire routine. It's just uh, about a quarter of it. Yeah. But 
he's very, very funny if you want to get a chance to watch Jim Jeffries. Nice. I have um, seen yeah. Oh, go ahead, sorry. I was just gonna oh, say no, I, I've seen parts of that gun control bit he does. And you're right, it's it's long. I've never seen the whole thing, but people post stuff with him talking about it and uh God, he's spot on. He's absolutely spot on. It's so and it's he, funny too. It's funny. <laughs> it's very, very funny. Yeah. Um he was on the he had an FX sitcom called Legit and then on Comedy Central he had the Jim Jeffries show. And he does kind of commentaries like that on that show too. I don't even know it's still on. I don't get Comedy Central anymore, but right. uh, that was it was very good from what I did actually see of it. And he he goes into uh, part of his bit how there, he was a victim of like a home invasion. Oh, and and you know part of the the defense he brings up about gun control is is self defense in your home. And he was like, right. I was I was naked. I was. <laughs> I wasn't wearing my holster. Really, if I had a gun, really wouldn't have done me a whole lot of good. <laughs> very funny. Oh the very funny bit. Um, you just give him a watch. That he's on Netflix. Just give him a watch. He's, he's Jim Jeffries. Don't have your children around. Right. That should be the tagline to every one of his routines. Oh, nice. Well, can I, can I play a little clip of him here? Yeah, go for it. Yeah. All right. All right. Now, as I said, I'm all for your Second Amendment rights. I think you should be able to have guns. It's in your constitution. What I am not for is bullshit arguments and lies. There is one argument and one argument alone for having a gun, and this is the argument. Fuck off. I like guns. (laughs) It's not the best argument, but it's all you've got. And there's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with saying, I I like something, don't take it away from me. But don't give me this other bullshit. The main one is, I need it for protection. I need to protect me, I need to protect my family. (laughs) Really? Is that why they're called assault rifles? Is it? Never heard of these fucking protection rifles you speak of? (laughs) Protection? What the fuck are you talking about? You, you have a gun in your house, they, you're 80% more likely to use that gun on yourself than to shoot someone else. And people think, well, that would never happen to me. You don't know that, because you know what? From time to time, we all get sad. <laughs> One day you're happy, then you're sad, and then... Oh, oh, it was... <laughs> Protection. I had a break-in in Manchester, England, where I was tied up, I had my head cut, they threatened to rape my girlfriend, they came through the window with a machete and a hammer, and Americans always go, well, imagine if you had a gun. And I'm like, all right. I was naked at the time. I wasn't wearing my holster. I wasn't staring at the window, waiting for cunts with machetes to come through. Like, what world do you live in where you're constantly fucking ready? Okay, Jim, Jim, Jim Jeffries is funny. There's too many J's there. Jim, Jim, hey Jim, Jim Jeffries is hey, funny. Hey Jim, Jim comma, Ugh. Jim Jeffries yeah. is funny. So, sorry if the, it was cutting out a little bit, Jim. I'm in a snowstorm here in, in, in Duluth, Minnesota. Can you imagine that? We got snow. Um, it, uh, <laughs> yeah, mine, it, it's it's locking up a little bit on my end. Yeah, it's, it's insane. So uh, sorry about that. But the weather around the whole America sucks. True. Well, a lot of things suck around America right now. <laughs> so, but there's a lot of good things. <laughs> a lot of good things. You know, it's, it's something called a cyclone bomb in New York. What the hell is that? Don't call anything a bomb. I, New York and bomb that. don't go well together. Don't do that. 
Don't call it that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, did we also wanted to say to our faithful listener, Leanne, in yes. Hawaii. Yes, Hawaii. Uh, we hope everything went okay for you during the 38-minute terrifying scare that I'm sure you and your family endured. Oh, my God. Uh, Can you believe that? incredible it's that's incredible yeah. so i hope i hope you're doing well i hope your family's doing well and uh everything went okay during that terrifying time period for you guys yeah i mean all joking aside you know like you yeah. know the weather sucks and all this stuff we're joking around but jesus christ when that came out i was like oh my god and i can just imagine and you know leanne is the only person i know from hawaii is for of course that's the first person i thought of but all i mean all the people living there and in the whole area i mean in this day and age when something like that comes up comes around you know, it's like okay here it is here it comes you know but uh thank god everything was fine so leanne we hope you're listening we love you so uh let's let's try to get back to the funny what do you say jim back to the funny what back you got back to the funny all right my number 4 Whew. My number four. four. Well, I would be remiss if I didn't put this individual in my top five. And that is Tim Allen. <laughs> I know what you're going to say. You're going to say, come on, Tom. Home improvement. Really? But no. I'm putting in Tim Allen. His early stand-up specials are some of my favorite stand-up specials of all time. Have you? Are you familiar with them, Jim? I don't think I've ever seen his stand-up. Okay. His stand-up, uh, th- he did two. One in 1990, one in 1991. He did many, I'm sure, but these are the two that were on Showtime or HBO and all that stuff. And the one in 1990 came out, it's called Men Are Pigs. And the one in 1991 is called uh, Tim Allen Rewires America. And I, I kind of lump them together because they're kind of the same special. Um, a lot of the same jokes, but like I think Men Are Pigs got so it was so such a hit that Showtime picked it up and had him do another special the following year. So it's kind of the same thing. But Men Are Pigs in 1990 was his first stand-up special ever. Uh, you know that was filmed and stuff in Kalamazoo, Michigan. Of course, he's from Michigan, and uh, it's so funny. And he just does the whole. It's the it's the basis of what Home Improvement came, became. Like a lot of the jokes, you're like, oh, that was an episode or a concept in home improvement. They took his stand up and, and I mean, that's what they do with these comedians when they give them TV shows. They, they base it off their stand up, and it's, it's just so funny. He's grunting. He's doing all, you know, all the Tim Allen stuff we all love. And, um, it was a couple of my favorite things from there. Uh, he does, he does a joke about his, his background is he's Irish and German. So he says he's just an angry, uh, angry, quiet white person. <laughs> And he and he talks about somehow he gets on to food and he's like yeah great chefs of Ireland he's like there's a thick book right <laughs> he says it's just a pamphlet that says try another country and uh, I love saying that one <laughs> and he says and then my German heritage if we can't shove it into an animal casing we don't eat it <laughs> so, and uh, he does a bunch of other ones one I always talk about uh, is my what I joke about with my wife is because he he jokes about how he um. He uh, he's like men's body, naked bodies aren't great. Women don't want to see him. And he said, "What time?" <laughs> I scared my, my wife. Came in and I was trying to draw the bath, and I was naked. She comes in, and screams. She goes, "Oh my gosh! I thought a goat wandered in here or something." <laughs> <laughs> it's just so, just so funny. And then um, the one that, the following year was Rewires America. And it has a lot of same stuff, but again, that one was on Showtime. It was much bigger, and they had him perform it at the Performing Arts Center, the Power Center for the Performing Arts Center in Ann Arbor, Michigan, at University of Michigan. And um, 
he just again does all this stuff but he has a bit about he asks his wife uh why you have black shoes why you have 19 pairs of black shoes and she calls him the f word <laughs> it says you're stupid he's like you have your pumps you have your slacks you have your heels you she, he goes off and he's like arr, arr, arr. <laughs> just can't handle it <laughs> he's like what i need is a black shoes that's what she <laughs> she says uh and he just talks about his love for sears and how he loves to go to sears and we go to the craftsman section craftsman tools <laughs> and mm-hmm. um he talks about that he talks about back in high school he's in shop class and he's like he talks about how it was like nazi war camp in shop class the guy was always yelling he's like get your pencil sit down you know <laughs> like and he's like and why are we always miss why are we always listening to shop teachers with missing fingers <laughs> yeah. so, it's just funny it's one of the it was one of the ones i saw earlier on in my life as well um back when it came out because i think we had showtime it's like one of the few cable channels we had Back then, and um, that came out. I'm like, oh my god, this is hilarious. And then a few years later, of course, Home Improvement started, and a lot, a lot of the joke, like the, the the first episode of Home Improvement, when they're talking when he talks about rewiring the dishwasher, that came right from his stand-up special. <laughs> and he talks about hooking up a like a Harley engine to it or whatever. And it's just, uh, it's just, it's great. Um, I suggest you know check them on YouTube or Amazon or wherever. Uh, they are hilarious. I, n- I remember my friend Tony had. Both of them on, on VHS, and he would just bring them over and we watch them because they're only thirty minute specials. They're just a quick, quick watch, you know. And uh, oh, it's so funny. And it it is a chance to see Tim out a little bit. This is before the Family Man, Home Improvement, Toy Story stuff. So he's dropping some f bombs and, and and swearing a little bit, you know. So it, it might if you're not used to it, it might take you back. He could kind of like set you back a little bit, but it's great it, it's it's hilarious i i absolutely love it and that's where the grunting started so when that show c- came out i'm like oh i know this guy you know like <laughs> it's just uh it's fantastic absolutely fantastic so jimmy have you ever seen you've never seen a stand-up i've never seen a stand-up i read his book a long time ago that was called don't stand too close to a naked man right, <laughs> right. I read that and I thought it was hilarious. And of course, I love Home Improvement, but I never saw a stand up. Oh man, you gotta watch it again, really quick. You should. After we're done here, just throw it up on on YouTube. Uh, you know, when we're done, it's like they're only thirty minutes long. They're hilarious, so uh, check it out. I'm gonna play a little clip right now. It's lawn season. That's lawn care season. It's a battle. It's lawn care season. It's a battle. I brought out the heavy artillery. I got the John Deere tractor. The 160 series. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> That's 11-horse twin center rider static drive. <laughs> 42-inch blade rear bagger with a tiller. Oh, oh, oh. It's got headlights on in case I want to mow it at night. Great. Oh, now I got the, my stepfather coming over. He's got this postage stamp. Oh, I got an acre and a half. He's, oh, jeez, uh, look at this. You got a crab, you got a, you got a, you got a crabgrass problem. Oh. So I hire Kim Grower lawn shit. I don't know what it is. Some tank truck spraying who knows what on this. It could be iced tea. I don't know what they're spraying. Grows about an inch a minute. I'm watching. I had to put a big Chevy V8 in my tractor. Keep up with that thing. Yeah. 396 twin. 70 mile an hour, boy. Around that tree. Got the old lady pitting for me. Bring it in. Bring it in! You're losing oil! Bring it in! Oh, <laughs> Alright, Jim, what is your number four? My number four <coughs> is a legend. 
uh, a modern day legend. I think he is probably the most talented stand up comedian to date. Mm-hmm. And that is Mr. Jerry Seinfeld. Oh, nice. And I'm going with his routine. I'm telling you for the last time. Jimbo, this is my number three. Number three? Yeah. That's not too bad. No, no. Good job. Well, you go ahead. Go go. tell us, tell us for the last time about Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> I'm telling you for Jerry the last Seinfeld. time. Jerry yeah. Seinfeld. Uh, this is 1998. It was an HBO comedy special. And this was uh, released just after Seinfeld went off the air a couple months after the show ended. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, it's Seinfeld at some of his best. I mean, he hasn't missed a beat throughout his entire career. It's just, it's exactly what you would expect from Seinfeld. It's Mm -hmm. situational comedy, uh, observational comedy. He has bits on going to the supermarket and going to the drugstore. And he has this, this bit that goes on for quite a while, just about milk. That's hilarious. And, when you pick up the jug of milk, but you think it's full and it's not, and it's so much lighter than you think it's going to be. It's such a simple joke that everybody experiences, but that's Seinfeld and, and the expiration date on a milk jug right. and the, the apprehension and the nervousness you have when you take a sip of it, when it's one day over that expiration date, it's just like everything it's, it's Seinfeld. It's just, it's brilliant. It's so funny. Um, have you seen any of the new stuff he's done on Netflix, the the Jerry before Seinfeld? Yes, we watched that and it was awesome. Uh, I loved it. He did all his jokes before Se- the show Seinfeld, like the stuff he did in the seventies yeah. and eighties. It was good, yeah. but it was good. This I'm telling you for the last time is epic. If you, you you can buy this, you buy the CD or buy it on iTunes or or buy the DVD or whatever. You have to see it. It's great. If you're a Seinfeld fan at all, you need to see this. It's great. Oh yeah, it's classic Seinfeld. Yeah. It's it's fantastic. Yeah, a couple other things. On, he, he, like you said, he he recorded this rate was in 1988, a few months after Seinfeld went off air. Uh, it was the summer, like so. Last Seinfeld was May of that year. He recorded this in August that year. He recorded it live, um, and so it was on. Was it HBO? I think it recorded. It was yeah, on. HBO. Yeah, and uh, it was nominated for a 1999 a Grammy. Uh, he didn't win that year. I wonder what won that year. I should have looked that up because, like, I don't know how this didn't win for best comedy album. But let me whatever. find out. I'll find out while you're yeah. while you're doing. Um, it's one of the best. It um, it is the reason it's called. I'm telling you for the last time because it is. If you if you were a Seinfeld fan like me and watched them all, um, a lot of his stand up of in this is all the a lot of the jokes throughout the bits throughout the the eight eight nine years of Seinfeld, and so like. He just said, he vowed, he's like, I'm not going to tell these jokes anymore. You watched my series. I'm going to do this stand-up again, and that's it. I'm going to come up with new stuff. And that's what he did. And uh, so it's great to go back, and when he starts talking about something, you're like, oh, my God, that was in that one episode. And uh, he talks about the people, you know, his parents be down in Florida and the retirement communities. Oh, my God, that is so hilarious. Um, yes. And his, I mean, he has 20 minutes on airports. Yes. And it's so true and it's so hilarious and it's funny and Jerry Seinfeld never swears or anything he's just such a great observational com, com, uh, comedy person and comedian, comedian. And, yeah that's what it's a comedy person and uh, yeah <laughs> a comedy guy um, yeah and uh, it's just hilarious the, I, I don't know it's just the if you're not a Seinfeld fan I don't know how you people love the show Seinfeld but it, like I said it's it's just going back and like oh my gosh that's from that one episode and that's from this one and and it's great. And since then, um, I have seen other or heard other things from him. And then I, my wife and I have seen him twice. He's come to Duluth twice. I think he's come actually three times. We've seen him two of the three. 
And each time we see him, everything's brand new. Every joke is yeah. brand new. Nothing he doesn't repeat anything anymore. And that was what was kind of cool to see the Seinfeld um, before Seinfeld special on Netflix that came out earlier or you know late 2017 because um, it was stuff we never heard before. And uh, he did he did it at an old comedy place in in um, old, like I forget where he was, but it was like a really small comedy room. And yeah, uh, it was somewhere in New York where he started. Yeah, it's just it's just so awesome. Go and find this. Just the him talking about the you know when you. We go to Florida and they they basically just give you the white shoes. <laughs> and it's like God's waiting room. You know, people come here to die. <laughs> you know, like it's just <laughs> hilarious. It's good stuff. And the state flag of Florida should be two knuckles on a steering wheel. <laughs> like you can't see the person driving. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's good stuff. Anything else on that? Uh, no. Um, Who won the nineteen ninety nine Grammy? Uh, Mel Brooks and Carl Reiner won it. And they beat out Jeff Foxworthy, Steve Martin, and Jerry Seinfeld. Well, that's, I mean, he's in some powerhouse comedians there. I mean, that's Jeff Foxworthy, yeah. like him or hate him, but the guy sells a lot of comedy albums. And then Steve Martin and then Mel Brooks and Carl Reiner. I mean, good Lord, that's some powerhouse comedians there. So Yeah, totally. Um, real quick, have you been watching comedians in cars getting coffee? No, I have not. No, it was on Crackle which was an app on your smart TV and stuff, but now they are on Netflix. And, and so you can go, wa- go back and watch them all. And then they're going to have, he's going to produce new ones. And it, for those of you who don't know the concept, it's Jerry Seinfeld, who's a big car buff, uh, gets a car. Just, he'll, he'll get like a, they're always weird, like not weird cars, but like classic cars, uh, and stuff. And he, and he goes and picks up another comedian and they drive around town talking and then they go get coffee and they're just talking. And it's just a half hour, of just joking around, talking about the business and talking about other things in the person's life. And some of them are so hilarious. The one he did with Kristen Wiig was, <laughs> we watched it again last night, my wife and I. We were laughing so hard. It's so funny. The one with Tina Fey. Um, he did one with Michael Richards. Oh, my God. It was hilarious. They went in the, they went to someone's house because he thought they were next to Sugar Ray Leonard's house. <laughs> he goes, hey, Sugar Ray lives here. So they went up to the guy's house and it wasn't... <laughs> It wasn't him at all. It was just it's just so stupid. And Julia Louis Dreyfus on there. Um I mean tons of people. All people went throughout his whole life. The one with Gary Shandling was awesome. If you don't know who Gary Shandling is, um check out his stuff. Um it was it was kind of melancholy because that aired and like within a couple weeks Gary Shandling died with you know cuz it was with his battle of cancer. So it was really nice to see those two friends get together and and do the show. But uh, it was kind of sad too. You're like, oh man. Um, but uh, they're just they're funny. So I'm excited for the new new ones to come out. But the best part about Seinfeld is, man, he does everything's new. Everything's new, and this you yep. got to see this album. So good stuff. Um, we saw him. I saw Seinfeld, and uh, who's the guy that he, he usually tours with? His opener. Um, um, I've seen him with Mario um, Joyner, which is one of his. He had him in a couple Seinfeld episodes, and he would open for him. But he's had. A couple. He had a different person open for him one time, and I don't remember the guy's name. Um. So. Yeah, I can't remember who opened for him. Anyway, I saw him in Tulsa. Yeah. Probably like two thousand nine. Probably, and okay. it, was, it was phenomenal. I don't think I've ever laughed so hard. Oh my god! He made fun of he. He comes out because you know in Duluth here we're right on the tip of Lake Superior. You know that's our big claim to fame is Lake Superior, and um, he comes in right away. He just works the room and just gives it to us. He's like. Well, you're all just staring at the lake 
oh, look at the lake. You got to look at the lake. Look at the lake. There's the lake. It's just water. You know, he's just yelling. <laughs> it was awesome. You know, we loved it. And the last time we saw him, he did this whole bit on um, the post office and how he's like, oh, the postmaster general has to come out and tell us they got to raise the stamp by a quarter cent. And like he made this whole thing and he's like, you know, made fun of us in, in, driving around in little cars that go three miles an hour. And of course, I mean, I'm just dying because being a mailman, I just thought it was hilarious. And uh, yeah, it's it's good stuff. I'm glad you got to see him too. I didn't know you. I didn't know you got to see him. That's awesome. I did. I did. I saw him with um, the great Mr. Robert Labor, who Ooh. does the voiceover for our opening yes. to the show. Yes, who I would argue it knows more about Seinfeld than even I do. Like that guy Absolutely. knows everything about Seinfeld. So yeah, cool, good pick, Jim. Well, that's your number four, and that's my number three. So let's let's play. I'm gonna play a couple things from Seinfeld here. Hold on. Hey, you get on the plane. Pilot, of course, always has to come on the PA system. This guy's so excited about being a pilot, he can't even stand himself. Well, I'm going to take it up to about 20,000. And I'm going to make a left by Pittsburgh. And I'm going to make a right by Chicago. Then I'm going to bring it down to 15,000. You know, giving you the whole route, all his moves. We're in the back going, yeah, fine, that's all. You know, just do whatever the hell you got to do. I don't know. Just end up where it says on the ticket, really, is our only concern. Do I bother him with what I'm doing, knocking on the cockpit door? I'm having the peanuts now. Yeah, that's what we're doing back here. So I keep you posted. I'm not going to have them all now. I'm just going to have a few. I don't want to finish it because it's such a big bag. Then the stewardesses have to come out. They have to do their little emergency equipment show. You know, that thing they do. One of them reads it, the other one acts it out. <laughs> hey, we have seat belts and oxygen masks. Things for you to use. <laughs> they show you how to use a seat belt in case you haven't been in a car since 1965. <laughs> oh, you lift up on the buckle. Oh. A whole tiny world on the airplane, isn't it? There's always that little tiny table there, a tiny computer, everyone's in a little cramped seat, tiny food, tiny utensils, tiny liquor bottles, tiny bathroom, tiny sink, tiny mirror, tiny faucet. So it's a small problem, gonna be a slight delay, we're gonna be a little late. <laughs> I always go in the airplane bathroom. Even if I don't have to go, I gotta go in there. It's nice, it's like your own little apartment on the plane, isn't it? <laughs> go in there, lock the door, the light comes on after a second. It's like a little surprise party. But I'm always impressed with the amount of equipment that they have in that place. I mean, it's little, but they got the tissues, towels, closets, compartments, tiny slot for used razor blades. They always have that. Who is shaving on the plane? And shaving so much, they're using up razor blades? Is this what's happening? What is the wolf man flying in there for Christ's sakes? Who could shave that much? All right, Jim Bob, Jim Jim Giroux. That's let's not do that. Let's not do that ever again. Okay. All right, Jim. What's your number? What's your number three? My number three is um, this is a comedian that I don't really like anymore. Comedy person, please. Sorry. <laughs> this is a comedy person right. that I don't like 
so much anymore. Okay. He's got a show that I don't watch. I don't think it's funny. But he has some routines that I do think are amazing. And this is Daniel Tosh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So, obviously, Tosh.0. I don't like Tosh.0. I don't really watch it. I don't really follow him in too much anymore. But in 2005, he had a routine come out called True Stories I Made Up. <laughs> and so I have this thing with, with stand-up comics. And people will always go to you and be like, oh, man, did you see that new Bill Burr routine? And I'll be like, no, nah, I didn't watch it. It's hilarious. And I'll watch it and not think it's funny and then not know what to say to the person. It's like I just never – I have a hard time with stand-up comedy. I don't watch a ton of it. And whenever anybody recommends it, I tend to not think it's funny. So a friend of mine named Jason told me to listen to Daniel Tosh, and I was like, yeah, okay, I'm never going to do that. So he came to visit one time when I was in Tulsa, and he just went out and bought the CD and gave it to me, and he's like, there. Wow. You listen to it or don't listen to it, but you own it now, so that's on you. <laughs> so I listened to it, and it was incredible. It's so funny. It's Daniel Tosh, but it's the beginning of Daniel Tosh. Right. It's way before he did his show now, and – his comedy is is kind of shock comedy. He's saying things like he says in his routine, I don't have segues, get used to it. Right. He's just boom, 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 different topics, punchline, moving on to the next one. Right. His, I think he in this routine he actually says, most most comedians have, have segues, I don't, get used to it. I was at the mall the other day, no, you weren't, do you joke? <laughs> That's basically how we rolled. And, but he says some stuff that are like, I mean, the, he's he's doing it to get the reaction, but he's I think he's hilarious. Yeah. He's he's got a bit in there about uh, how he thinks all of it, all athletes should be forced to take steroids because he wants his athletes like his video games. He's paying money, and that's their job, so he wants them. Right. <laughs> so he wants them. He's got a bit about like it's old, so he's got a bit about like Ron Artest getting into a fight, right. and it's just it's it's very very funny. Um, Daniel Tosh, I saw him live in Dallas, and then I saw him again in Tulsa. Yeah, and I mean, I just think I don't, I don't know much about his show now or what he's done since then. But he had three routines: completely serious was in 2007, and Happy Thoughts was in 2011. And they're all three of them are hysterical. But uh, I used to listen to to true stories I made up just on repeat constantly. Um, as far as some of the other tracks on there. Of stuff that I can actually talk about. Right. I mean, he he has. It's funny because he'll bring up a topic that is he shouldn't be talking about. Right. But it's funny how he'll say it and then distance himself from it immediately. Mm -hmm. So he'll he'll say something controversial and go, "I know that's bad. That's really bad. You should not laugh at that. I know. See how I distance myself from it. It's something that's a little too uh, too rough for the early show, so I can say that and then pull back from it." And then he'll move on to something else. He's, I don't know, he's hilarious, man. I I, uh, I had this album as well, and I agree with you. It's someone, like, I don't really, it's not that I don't like him anymore. I just don't, it was overkill. Over it. it was overkill. I'm over, I'm over the shtick. I yeah. get it. Yeah. I know what you're doing, and now it's not funny. But when it came out and it was new, it was hilarious. Yeah, even the first couple seasons of Tosh.0 was hilarious. Uh-huh. But now it's like, you know, they just back the money truck up to him, and he's just going through the motions doing the show. Yeah, and it's just like I'm just—it's not for me anymore. But totally, he's so, he's so funny. One of my favorite bits from him is when um, 
he's talking about uh, people who live in the Midwest, which would be you mm-hmm. and I. And he's like, he's like, no, I went to California because I didn't give up on my dreams. <laughs> and, he, <laughs> and he's like, and then he's like, uh, then he says, uh, he's like, oh, he's making fun of the Midwest people again. He's like, oh, but we have four seasons. He's like, he's like, don't you like all the seasons? He's like, yeah, that's why I live somewhere where it skips the shitty ones. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, I like him a lot. Tulsa. Enjoy your mall. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, it, it's nail on the head. I mean, when this came out, it was hysterical, and I listened to it again today, and it's still hilarious. Yeah, but he's got a shtick, and I get it, and I'm over it now. But I can still pop this one on and think it's hilarious. Right, and if you haven't, you're listening to our show. We we're talking about it. if you haven't seen him do his stand up go see it you got to at least yeah. see it for you got to at least see one of his specials for the first time cuz it's it's awesome and i agree the one you're talking about is uh true stories i made up that's his best one it's awesome it so. is it is the best of the three that he did and yep. the one that i was cracking up today he was talking about thread count and um <laughs> and down pillows and stuff and how down pillows are great until that quill comes out and stabs you in the eye and you got to sleep on 5000 thread count stop t- sleeping on 12 that's hay <laughs> Oh my god! Oh my god! All right, anything, anything else on Daniel Tosh? No, no, I, I just love this. This routine's hilarious. That's all. All right, let's, I'll play a clip here. You ever been in your hotel? You turn the lamp on, switch the light doesn't go on, then you turn it again, and then it does. It's fucked up. <laughs> That's an easy problem to fix at the lamp factory. But you know, it's some pothead kid going, "Hey, you just have to turn it twice, man. Just keep it going." No, don't keep it going. Fix it. So now when I'm in a hotel, I turn it once, it doesn't go on, I don't read that night. I wait till the next night, and then I only have to turn it once. Mm? Problem solver. Who wants me on their corporate team? I'm a hustler. I ask questions. I think we should legalize marijuana in this country. Yeah, yeah. So potheads have nothing to talk about ever again. You are so annoying. Nobody ever sees me taking this angle, but I do with some force, okay? Grow up and do coke like an adult. All right, man. Uh, my, well, my number three was Seinfeld. We talked about that. So my, yeah. let's uh, run uh, number twos here. Yes. All right. And you kind of shit on mine already. <laughs> my number two. Real quickly. <laughs> didn't mean to. But you said, hey, do you ever hear the new Bill Burr uh, thing? And you said, no, no, I don't want to. And my number two is Bill Burr. I, you know, I knew when I said his name, I was like, "Yep, that's definitely." Oh, you know, I love Bill Burr. He's had many specials. Um, seven, he's had seven specials that I know of. Uh, and my favorite one is his 2010 special called "Let It Go," and it is hilarious. It, you need to see Bill Burr. Like, he has a podcast I listen to weekly, um, and it, it, like Seinfeld, his podcast every it's an hour of new material every week. Like he, it's it's he's never repeating himself. His specials are all new stuff, and he's hilarious. He's just this crazy guy from Boston. He's very angry. He acts very angry, <laughs> and uh, he has some just hilarious observation stuff. And let it go. He talks a lot about Oprah and how she's not really that great. <laughs> and he, <laughs> he talks about self checkout lines at grocery stores, and that one is hilarious. How he talks about I'm not doing your job for you. Like, he just gets so mad about self-checkout lines at grocery stores. Uh, he talks a lot about mail insecurity, government conspiracies, um, self-important people. 
and uh, that claim they need rescue dogs. That's a huge <laughs> love that when he talks about rescue dogs and being on airplanes. Uh, it's just hilarious. His that Let It Go special is probably his most flawless special ever. He had a new one come out uh, this year on Netflix called uh, See Your Way Out or something like that. I forget what it's called. But um, uh, this 2014 one he did too is called um, I'm Sorry You Feel That Way is great also. But this one from 2010 is the funniest one he's ever done. It is so funny. It is not kid-friendly. Uh, maybe not even for your spouse to watch either. He uses some strong language. But he the funny thing is... Is he 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 uh, makes fun of both sides. If he's talking politics, he makes fun of both sides. If he's talking men and women, he, you know. And the funny thing is, he's not wrong. <laughs> he's he's right in everything he says, and it's hilarious. It's absolutely hilarious. And um, I recommend anything by him. He had he used to be he used to have uh, guest spots on the Chappelle Show back back in the day when I was on Comedy Central. He's funny on there. Um, any his any of his specials are great. His CDs and uh, I recommend his podcast. Like I, 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 I religiously listen to that one every week, and uh, he's so funny. He's had, uh, he's been on Conan a lot, and um, I know a lot of people post that stuff on Twitter and Facebook. A lot of his clips, and he talks about, he's talked about this last election we had, of course, and and stuff. And it's, it's, it's so funny. I don't even know. I can't explain it. I can't do it justice because I can't do the way he talks. But he is just—he's angry, but he's right, and it's—it's it's just funny. It's—you uh, got to see it. You got—you got to see it. And then he talks a lot about being why he's angry because he's—he grew up Catholic, Irish Catholic, so he's just—you know—he keeps all his emotions bottled up inside. You know, he just explodes. And um, another thing he has out, Bill Burr has out, is called a show on Netflix called F is for Family. It's a cartoon. Oh and yeah, It's yeah. a lot like uh, Family Guy, but it's a lot—it's based on his childhood. It's hilarious, dude. I think there the seasons are only like six episodes long, and he's only done two. I think the third se- third season should be coming out this this spring, but check him out. They're hilarious, and uh, he talks a lot about his his dad and uh, his dad. Um, in the show, his dad is works for like an airline, but in real life, his dad was a dentist. And in a lot of his stand up, he talks about he 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 was a he he had to be a dent his dad's assistant. And work in a dentist office when all he wanted to do was play the drums and, and do comedy. It, uh, it's just it's just hilarious, and uh, yeah, go go check it out. It's called Bill Burr Let It Go. All his stuff's on Netflix, so you can check out all his specials. And I highly recommend that one. It, it's just oh my god, he's he's so funny. I got, I'll just play some clips because I cannot do him justice. So <laughs> all right, Any, do you, you don't do you know anything by Bill Burr? No. Oh my god, you're missing out, Jim. And I know you don't want people to tell you, go check out this guy. It's funny. But uh, I just told you, go check out this guy. He's funny. Okay. Right. <laughs> no, you know what I like was when you go into these places, right? Even when they're getting your money, like, that's not enough for them. They, they want to suck, like, more information out of you. When I bought toiletries the other day, they asked me for, like, my phone number. I'm ringing it up. They go, hey, can we have your phone number? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, sorry, we're not going to do anything with this. Really? You're just collecting numbers just for the fuck of it, you idiot? No, you can't have my phone number. Then they get like all freaked out, right? Well, sir, I, I have to put something in. If I don't, if I don't input something in, I can't get to the next. What, what, what do I do? Well, fucking lean on the keyboard, sweetheart. I don't know what to tell you. Stick your finger on the one. There you go. That's my phone number. One five six three nine. That's it. Live in area code one two three. Very exclusive neighborhood. 
Oh, it's the worst. You have our little savey save fucky fuck card? No, no, I know. Would you like one? No, I wouldn't. Well, why not? Because you're up to something. I don't know what you're up to, but I know you don't want to make less money, all right? Stop fucking with me. Just ring this up and let me get on with my life. Evidently, what you're doing is you're giving them a free survey on what products you can't live without so they can jack the price of that up under the guise of giving you like a nickel off of like bootleg Fruit Loops. That's basically... I read it on the internet. It's got to be true, right? It's got to be all right, Jim, what's your, uh, what's your number two? My number one and number two are, like, undisputed. These will always be my number one and number two. And we used to watch these two when I was in college, like, on repeat all the time when we were pre-gaming or whatever. Um, my number two, I decided to go with Dave Chappelle's Killing Them Softly. Nice. That's a really good one. Oh, my God, I love this routine. Yeah. It's um, from 2000 on HBO. I popped it on today for a little while again. I mean, I, I used to watch this weekly. It's just... We, we would quote it constantly. It's so, so funny. I mean, a lot of it's about race and the differences in race, which is a main staple in comedy, really. But Chappelle just is so funny the way he says it. It's, it's in D.C. And um, he talks about the ghettos in D.C. and seeing a baby standing out in the front yard at 2 in the morning. And, um <laughs> crackheads looking in your limo window like it's t-rex from jurassic park and it's just like sorry he's just so 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 funny um he's got a bit about somebody broke into his house but he didn't want to call the cops because they were afraid they'd show up and they'd think he was the one robbing the house he's still here and uh he's got a bit about like his friend his his white friend wanted to race a cop Dave, I'm going to race him. <laughs> and then he gets pulled over, and his response is priceless. What's his response? Do you remember the response no, when he gets pulled over? No, no, I don't. Uh, sorry, officer. I I didn't know I couldn't do that. <laughs> just lets him go. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's just... Uh, the, uh, God, the routine is just so funny. It's... um, It, it was... It could have been my number one... I don't know. Chappelle's amazing, though. I mean, Chappelle's show was incredible, and uh, everything that he does is so funny. He's he's got a few new ones on Netflix, and um, I would love to watch the old episodes of Chappelle's show. Yeah. The 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 black white supremacist is probably one of oh my god the best skits that's ever been on TV ever in any show. That is hilarious. The guy <laughs> he's blind. So he doesn't know he's black. He's, and he's black like, oh. and blind and a white supremacist. Oh my god, it's so funny. Oh, the also the um the one with there's one with Bill Burr from the Chappelle Show, the race draft. Yeah, where they draft. <laughs> Bill Burr is playing one of the the ESPN commentators. And, That's right. And he <laughs> drafts Tiger Woods. Yep. <laughs> I'm Tiger Woods, bitches, or whatever he yells. <laughs> it, oh my doesn't, god. Doesn't uh, doesn't he draft like the entire Wu Tang Clan? Yeah, I think the entire Wu Tang Clan. Yeah. Oh my god, that's the old Chappelle show is great. It's uh, oh, I'm yeah. glad he's back too because he just just came out with I think a recent in uh, Netflix special. I think a couple. I, I haven't the last seen year. them actually yet, and I I need to. I know they're on my like watch list. I gotta just watch them. So, um, god, softly though, if you guys haven't seen yeah. it, it still holds true. It's still because unfortunately, all the everything he says about the differences in 
race in our country still holds true. So eighteen years it. later, yeah, because this came on, this came on like two thousand or two thousand one. Two thousand, yeah. yeah, that's a good point. Eighteen years later, and it's more messed up than it was in two thousand. It's, but just it is, it is classic. It's mm. it's Chappelle to me. It's Chappelle at his best. Yeah, Chappelle's great. And if people who would give him crap about when he let you know stopped the Chappelle show and took off, my you guys don't understand. You just don't you know, you don't understand him. Like it just the guy wasn't in for the money. The guy was in it to be awesome comedy, and he did. And he's it's it just he's the best. He's 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 one of the best ones. And it was hard for me to leave him off this list. I'll be honest with you. But uh, good good pick, Jim. Now he's living in small town Ohio, going into like city council meetings and stuff. Yeah, or he'll just show up at a, a small comedy club. And just he was doing that. That was yeah. huge. Yeah, in the he middle of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. I was reading an article about that. I think it was Rolling Stone or something. Did a whole article about him going to tiny improv nights. Right. And it was like him and crap. I read this article about it. It was like him and was it like Bill Bellamy and somebody else? I can't remember. It just like just showed show up, up at a comedy club and did did the whole night. How would you, man? How would you feel with you? I mean, I'm sure because he's a fellow comedian. He was probably pretty cool to the other comics, but like, how would you feel if you're like had to go after him? Right. <laughs> you're like this local. I'm sure he would go on like last. He probably wouldn't. Hopefully, wouldn't do He's that to somebody. <laughs> you're like you have to follow Dave Chappelle, and you're in like you know you're in like Columbus, Ohio. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh shit! I'm screwed. An open mic night. Right. <laughs> oh, but... good stuff. <laughs> got this new bit about driving in the snow. I'm going to try it out tonight. And then Chappelle walks in. God. Oh, my God. Okay, I got to play a little bit of him. Hold on. At 3 o'clock in the morning. I didn't know he was taking me to the ghetto at first. I started looking out the window. I was like, what the fuck? Is gun store, gun store, liquor store, gun store. Where the fuck are you taking me? This don't look good. He didn't say shit. Just pulled up in front of an old rickety building that looked like a project. Now, I've never been there before. I'm not sure if it was a project, but it certainly had all the familiar symptoms of a project. <laughs> a, a, a fucking crackhead ran this way. <laughs> and, then, and then another one jumped out of a tree and shit. <laughs> and I said, I'll be right back. And left me. Took the keys with him and just left me. At three o'clock in the morning, in front of a project in a fucking limousine. <laughs> this was not good. I was like, man, I gotta look around and see if I can see some landmarks and figure out where I'm at. Might have to escape on foot. <laughs> now, this is when I knew I was in a bad neighborhood. You only see this in the worst neighborhoods. Remember, it's three o'clock in the morning. It's three o'clock in the morning. I look out the window. It was a fucking baby standing on a corner. <laughs> and the baby, the baby didn't even look scared. He was just standing there. All right, All right. before we get to our number ones, Jim, I'm sure, I mean, I know I have a lot of honorable mentions. Do you, I'm sure you do as well. Yeah, um, Bill Cosby, Bill Cosby himself. Yeah. Um, I saw Cosby. Uh, do stand up probably like 2001, 2002. Mm-hmm. Um, same routine, same type of routine. You just come out with a folding chair yeah. and sit down and talk for two hours, and it was incredible. Right. Um, Chris Rock, bigger and blacker. 
That one's awesome. Mitch Hedberg, Mitch Altogether. Oh, that was very close to making my list. The Mitch Altogether. It was. I mean, that was teetering. Some of his stuff, some of his one-liners, I still use today. And some lists uh, out there say that this is the number one special of all time. There's some. There's. If you look up best comedy specials of all time, a lot of lists have this one in the top five. So I would. You know, I would. I wouldn't disagree with that. No, I, mean, I wouldn't either. Some of those jokes I still use in normal things today. Like one of my favorite ones is um, when the escalator's broken is conveniently stairs. Sorry, uh, for, the sorry for the convenience. <laughs> <laughs> and when he buys a donut oh. and they ask for if he wants a receipt, I can't imagine a situation where I need to return this donut. <laughs> or, like, so funny. or the, the, the cake is a, like the best candle holder. Right. It's like his, his stuff. Some of his stuff misses, the but my, the ones that yeah. hit are amazing. Well, the ones that hit, like, do you think, do you think the people at Pringles were initially going to make tennis balls, and when the <laughs> when the rubber is supposed to show up, a bunch of potatoes, and they were pretty cool, so they said, "Screw it, cut them up." <laughs> <laughs> That's just great. I saw him. I, I saw him real quick. Um, another one is on my list that is honorable mentions, Lewis Black. And I once got Ooh, to see yeah. Mitch Hedberg and Lewis Black together. They toured oh, together. They came through St. Paul. Is there Minneapolis St. Paul? But um, uh, Mitch Hedberg was from St. Paul. And so um, so it was really cool to see them. But, oh, my God, they're just so funny. Uh, I just I love Mitch Hedberg. It's, it's sorely missed. R.I.P. Mitch Hedberg because he's very missed. But any other honorable mentions you had, Jim? Uh, there was one. This is another guy that I'm over a shtick now, but when I first saw him, I thought he was amazing, and that's Jeff Dunham. Oh, yeah. I just had to see him once. I watched a Jeff Dunham routine. I was watching it when I was still back in high school, probably. Yeah, he's been around a while. uh, He's been around a while. He only had three of the puppets. I don't even know what he has now. And uh, I just used to watch it all the time. He had that peanut thing and that old man. Walter. Walter the old man. And uh, and a jalapeno on a stick. Those were the three that he had. See. And his routine, it was it was so funny. I don't think I could watch it now and think it is as funny as right. it was then. Right. But right. at the time, it was uh, it was hilarious. Oh, peanut. Uh, those are yeah. You're right. Those are great. Um, a couple other ones I had. I had Bill Cosby as well. He that, him and Mitch Hedberg were two that were on my list and they kept falling down. Uh, Richard Pryor stuff. Um, yeah. It's live on the Sunset Strip. It's amazing. Um. This one is you know, a lot of people are like, oh, that guy sucks now. Uh, Dane Cook, what his first f- special and his first like Comedy Central presents like fifteen minute special, those were hilarious. Those were absolutely hilarious. He got old quick. I understand that, but yes. I loved I loved his stuff. Um, there's a special Howie Mandel did. Now everyone knows Howie Mandel now the way he is. He used to be a hilarious stand up comedian, um, pretty vulgar, kind of like an Eddie Murphy. But he did a special one time, and I forget where it was, and we had we had it on tape or it was on Showtime or something. I've never seen it all the time. Um, he 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 was on a stage that, that it was a circle and it spun around, you know. And his special was, and one time he saw a lady get up and go to the bathroom. So he, because the stage was a circle, everything was a circle. He got the whole section <laughs> to get up and change seats. And so, like, the lady came back, and she was so confused. And he's, he's, he just kept going to him, like, no, go around. No, just go around. And he kept telling him to go. It's just so funny. Um, a couple other ones. Uh, like, I used to love all the comedy centers. Uh, Nick DiPaolo, Rondell Sheridan, Jeremy Hotz are some cool ones. The original Kings of Comedy special was awesome. Love that one. Um, that had, of course, D.L. Hewley 
um, uh, Cedric the Entertainer, Steve Harvey, and Bernie Mac on it. Um, Kevin James had a really funny stand-up special. Of course, George Carlin. Um, I, t- I mean, tons of them. Mm-hmm. So. George Carlin. But, uh, yeah. Adam Oswald also does a good stand-up routine. He's hilarious. And that's, a, that's funny you mentioned. We just watched him on Comedians in Cars uh, getting coffee with Jerry Seinfeld last night. His, his one was hilarious, too. Uh, they go to downtown L.A. <laughs> Jerry's like, who goes to downtown L.A.? And he goes, hipster white people. And he just, he just they go out there and just make fun of everyone at the coffee shop. It's pretty funny. But, uh, oh, good stuff. Well, let's get to our number ones, Jim. You ready? I'm ready. All right. Well, my number one. And I, I, maybe it's your number one. I don't know, but when this came out, it—I mean, it changed. It just—it just was the best thing I ever seen. And I absolutely love this person. I miss him every day uh, when it comes to anything comedy. And that's Robin Williams live on Broadway in 2002. That's a great one. Amazing. Um, I watched this when it came out on HBO, uh, and they recorded it live, which was awesome. And they—they had—I had the DVD when it came out. And I bought it. Uh, I still have it. It's one of the funniest routines I've ever heard in my life. And uh, Robin Williams did not have an off switch. He was insane and in a good way. It was just it's so funny. The stuff he talks about, uh, he talks about everything, you know, and he goes off on all these tangents. I mean, people know Robin Williams, you know, the genie in Aladdin. That's really what Robin Williams is like. He's crazy. The <laughs> the people make you know the Jimmy Fallon's impression of Robin Williams is Robin Williams. It's just, it's crazy. Um, but some of the stuff he does um, in this is great. Like I said, it's at the Broadway Theater in New York. Um, it's his first stand-up comedy special since 1986. Because um, I between 86 and 2002, he was doing a lot of movies, as probably people know. And um, is in yeah, it's awesome. Some of my favorite bits he talks about. And I know we have a lot of Canadian friends that listen to our show, but when he talks about how uh, Canada is like a loft, apart- a loft apartment over a really great party. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so keep it down, down there, eh? You know, like it's a classic quote. Yeah, I love that one. Uh, he calls it America's hat. You know, Canada's America's hat. And uh, uh, when he talks about, um, uh, he, he, I forgot what he says. And I always use this line. When something kind of weird happens, and I say, "Oh, we're just a honey baked ham away from a redneck Christmas, aren't we?" <laughs> like, love that line. And then his, he goes off on the invention of golf, and how the guy came up with golf, and it's the funniest thing. And talks about how how drunk the guy had to be to come up with golf. <laughs> he's like, he's like, first I'm gonna take a ball and hit it into a gopher hole. <laughs> he says, "Oh, just a like gopher." He's like, "No, I'm gonna put it." You know, hundreds yards away. He's like, oh, you're just going to hit it with a stick? Yeah, but I'm going to put a little thing at the end of it. Like, it just, because the way he explains it is like, yeah, how the hell did they come up with this game? And he's like, he's like, well, I'm going to call, every time you hit it, I'm going to call it a stroke because you, you feel like you want to die after every time you hit it. <laughs> and then he's like, you're going to do that one time? He's like, no, 18 times. <laughs> it's, it's just so stupid. It's just, and I'm not doing it justice, of course, but my God, go watch that and, uh, Oh, it's so funny. He, everything he talks about is great. It's just, it's 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 2002, so it's right after 9/11. So he has a lot, he has some politics stuff too, but it still holds up the way what he talks about. And uh, it's one of I remember seeing it for the first time, and I'm like, this is the greatest stand-up thing I've ever seen in my life. And I already loved Robin Williams before that, but 
I grew up just like you, Jim. We grew up not knowing Robin Williams the stand up really. We grew up knowing Robin Williams the actor and the comedian in comedy movies and stuff like that. Yeah. And um and just the funny things he'd be on talk shows and stuff, but uh seeing him an actual full live stand up special with him was like my god. And and go back and watch his live at the Met from '86. Uh, that's hilarious, and it's just oh, it's so funny. And I miss, I miss Robin. Williams. It was a horrible, sad day when he passed away, and uh, I wish we had him back. But oh my god, he's so funny. I got I watched it again this morning. And I was sitting in bed, and I woke my wife up because I was laughing so hard because I put it on like seven thirty in the morning, and it's just I'm like she's like what? I'm like oh my god, he's so funny. And then it got hurt. She sits up and watched it, and we're both laughing. We're crying, laughing so hard. So it's good stuff, and it, it just yeah, go watch it, go watch it. So anything, have you seen this one, Jim? Oh yeah, that, that's a classic one. That's, oh. that's, um, yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> he's, he's so funny. There's there's a visual joke in there towards the end. You gotta see it, but it definitely explains uh, a hilarious premise between a man and a woman <laughs> in, in some private time, and so it's so funny. <laughs> but I'll just. Leave it at that. Go go watch it. So I'm going to play a little little clip here from Robin Williams. Jesus was an only child because, thank God, who would want to be Jerry, the brother of Christ? <laughs> That's a tough gig. Come on, Jerry, we're going to the beach. Oh, great, Mom. Yeah, Jesus is going to walk on the water, feed everybody, heal them, and get a whole bunch of disciples. I'll sit there with a rash and sand in my ass. Great day for me. <laughs> He ends up in a bar at the age of 30 going, yeah, I'm Jerry Christ, whoop-de-doo. <laughs> and people say to me, they say, Jesus wasn't Jewish. I said, of course he was Jewish. 30 years old, single, living at home with his parents? Come on. <laughs> Working in his father's business, his mother thought he was God's gift. He's Jewish. Give it up. <laughs> it's an old tradition. And... If he was Jewish, and many of his disciples were Jewish, for the Last Supper, would they have not have gone out for Chinese? I think so. <laughs> Welcome to Yahweh. Hold on. One moment. No service, no sandal. Okay, you come in now. Hold on. You had 12. All I got is two tables of six right now. They're not together. Wait a minute. Hold on. I got one big table by the window, but you all have to face this way. <laughs> and it said that night that Jesus turned to his disciples and said, one of you shall betray me. And Peter said, is it me, Jesus? And Jesus said, no, it is not you, Peter. And Simon said, is it me, Jesus? And Jesus turned to Simon and said, no, it is not you, Simon. And Judas said, is it me, Jesus? And Jesus turned to him and went, is it me, Jesus? All right, Jim, what is your number one? Needles and pins I'm on. I, I, my number one is it's a sleeper. Uh-huh. I don't think, I don't know if you've seen it. I, th- I bet a lot of people haven't. Okay. But it is undisputed. And uh, it is Eddie Izzard, Dressed to Kill. Oh, my gosh. This Have is you seen this? I've seen – he's had a few of them. I think of this, is this the one he's dressed in drag the whole time? Yeah. Yes, yeah, I he does the whole this. thing in full drag. Yeah. yeah. It is it's, – it's amazing. It is, it's amazing. Um, between this and Killing Him Softly, we used to watch this probably weekly as well and quote it constantly. Mm-hmm. Um, so Izzard does this. In, like I said, complete drag, full makeup. And he, he addresses it being a transvestite, mm-hmm. but it really has nothing to do with the routine. No. And he addresses it. He has a couple lines on it. It's funny and, and explains what a transvestite is. And um, then he moves on. 
And it, it's just so smart, so funny, so intelligent, this routine. He talks about it, – it's a lot of, of history, very historical, very intelligent routine. But he talks about uh, the history of Europe and World War II and um, Stonehenge and the Druids and going through – religions and the Pope and Church of England and how Church of England came about. And it's very educational, very smart, hilarious comedy. He begged, it's in San Francisco. It took place in San Francisco and he begs on the Americans a lot, which is all true about being very ignorant towards the world. Right. And he'll make up something about a European history and be like, you have no idea and you're not going to fact check it. So it doesn't matter. And it's true. <laughs> it's and he's totally like, true. And he's like, you guys, you just think that in, in England, we just all of us own castles and we just drive around and run into castles. And that's what you think. And it's just he, he it's so funny because he calls out Americans for being so um, uh, American centric, if that's a phrase, just ignorant towards the world. And it's so true. Mm-hmm. And I think he starts off and says, I'm from I'm from England, where history comes from. <laughs> and he just. It's just so, 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 so funny and educational. You'll learn, you'll actually learn a lot about the history of the world by watching this. But it's so quotable too. And, you know, he talks about Hitler. He talks about World War II. He talks about um, the history of the United Kingdom. And it's just, it towards, it's, you got to give it not very long, but you got to give it about 15 minutes because it's a bit. For me, anyway, it's about it's a little bit shaky at first, and then he catches his stride, and then like the last ten minutes, he kind of goes off the rails again. But that whole hour in between is just so smart and so funny, and you just have to watch it. That's all I have to say. It's so great. Eddie is dressed to kill. I I I've seen this one. It's hilarious. Yes, you need to see the beginning. So he dresses. Why? So if you catch this in the middle and you just see this guy dressed in drag, you're gonna be like, "What the hell?" Because he's not talk. After that beginning part, he doesn't talk about being dressed as a woman anymore. No, he's just doing a comedy routine, which is hilarious. So you just got to get over that part. And it's that's why you have to see the beginning because he dresses it and you just move on. It's awesome. It's hilarious. Good pick, Jim. Very good pick. And I know our buddy Paul who listens to the show. And who's our good friend from? He lives in North Carolina now, but um, we grew, we lived in Tulsa. Uh, he loves Eddie Izzard. This is his, yeah. his favorite person I think ever. <laughs> so like, I think uh, when when I first moved to Tulsa and I met Paul, and we were all going out and drinking it at the same bar, uh, Sutures Seventy First and Yale. We would always go to the same bar, and when I I think I dropped a line from this routine randomly yeah. and Paul caught it and we were like instantly friends. <laughs> we can be friends now. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, good pick, Jim. This is one I, I got to see again because I haven't seen this in a while. Probably since I lived in – because this is – well, this had to be 10, 12 years ago, right? When was Eddie Izzard's Dress to Kill? Uh, this came out in 98. I didn't oh, this see is it even until older. I was in college. So I didn't see it until like 2003. Yeah, I didn't see it. So a little after that, I think, like 2005, six. So I, I got to go back and watch it, but it's hilarious. Good stuff. Oh. It really is. And it's it's just, it's smart comedy. That's what I love about it. Yeah. Good. Well, let's play a and little. He talks about playing Risk and why, like, and how playing, sorry to cut you off, no, and how, fine. like, playing Risk was difficult and, you know, the you take take control of the Ottoman Empire full of furniture. <laughs> yeah. 
that's funny. Jerry Seinfeld has this joke about the Ottoman Empire, a whole, a whole, uh, a whole empire about putting your feet up. <laughs> See, autumn, furniture can be funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's play a clip from him. Hold on. So off the Second World War, the whole you know world was going. Come on, Europe, give these countries back. Come on, you know we've had a bloody war. Let's give them back. Britain, what? <laughs> What's that behind your back? Oh, it's India and a number of other countries. <laughs> Give them back. Oh, all right. There's that one. There's that one. There's that one. <laughs> Falkland Islands. Oh, we need the Falkland Islands for strategic sheep purposes. <laughs> yeah. But in, in America, it was different. The Founding Fathers landed in 16... <laughs> They set off from Plymouth and landed in Plymouth. How lucky is that? <laughs> this is Plymouth. We've just come from Plymouth. We've gone round the circle. That's back on the bus. They finally got there and said, Ah, this is where our God has brought us to. We can, we can practice our religion here. We can raise a family. There's nobody here. Excuse me. There's nobody here. Yes. A land empty of human existence. Who the fuck are these guys? All right, man. Uh, that that was fun. I, just talking about these makes me want to go watch all of them. In <laughs> people out there, like if you're having a bad day, stand-up comedy is one of the best things to help you throughout your bad day. I have found that anyway. I don't know about you, Jim, but like, like if 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 it's getting shitty out there for you, like putting this on and just watching someone comment on what's going on or other things, it really puts you in a better mood. <laughs> It really yeah, it does. does, especially when you can relate to it. Oh, my God. Like, self-checkout lines at the grocery store. Uh, to this day, I won't use them because Bill Burr says don't do it. Uh, <laughs> and I agree with him. Um, good stuff. Well, what do we want to talk about next week, Jim? It's getting to be Super Bowl time. Oh, yeah. And I don't think we're allowed to say Super Bowl because the NFL doesn't like that. So it's the big game. The big Yeah, because we, we worry so much about copyright infringement on the show. What? You just played ten clips from copyrighted material. Come after me. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk about commercials for the big game. It's a Super Bowl. Come on, get over ourselves. <laughs> yes, our favorite commercials. Uh that I mean, I would say there's some years they're not great. But my God, there's some awesome commercials that have debuted during the Super Bowl. I'm very excited to talk about these. I I would venture to guess we're not going to have any of the same ones, maybe, Jim. There's been so many. No, I I would say I probably won't have one past like 1996. Remember, that's when they used to do the Bud Bowl. Oh, I remember. Oh, I love the Bud Bowl. Nice. So, yeah, we'll do our top, our favorite uh, Super Bowl commercials from uh, years gone by. I'm very excited about that. And, uh,. Anything else, man? We, should, we Well, we should tell people where they can find us. They're already hearing us, so I figured they found us already, right? Yeah, I probably. All right. Yeah. Well, anyway, it's on Podbean and iTunes and all those cool places. That's where we are. Um, but you can always find us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and Spotify. And uh, they say on oh, Twitter and Facebook. and Yeah, I said them all. And um, and you can email us, tomandjimstop5 at gmail.com. <sighs> I think that's it, Jim. I need to go lay down. You deserve it. Thank you. Thank you again to our uh, sponsor, too, Kane Auto. Go check them out. Hermantown, Minnesota, Kane Auto. We love them, Jim. The yeah, best. The best. You're the best around. Yeah. All right. 
<laughs> Let's go. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna let you go because I need to call you back in about f- four. Carry the one five minutes. We need we need to talk about our relationship. Oh. Thank you.